0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The uh, COVID-19 economy, and there is such a thing now. We're seeing it very directly. The COVID-19 economy and what to expect post-pandemic, what to consider when investing your money at this particular time, and is, as some people have been suggesting, and I've been hearing the whispers in more than just the reads, Is there a Great Depression-like development possible? Tom Caldwell is chairman of Caldwell Investment Management. Mr. Caldwell has been very kind to us over the years with his time, but he's always a voice of sanity when, well, the wind's blowing in the wrong direction. Tom, thank you very much for the time, and let me start with this one. Let me get the ugly one out of the way first. Are we headed potentially for a 1929-like worldwide Great Depression? Is that a possibility?
1: Of course it's a possibility, it really depends to some degree on how long this shutdown exists. Um, if we can start to unravel it fairly soon, I think we will avert that possibility and make it less of, uh, less of a chance. Uh, it really is about this timing. And there's a lot of tug and pull going on both ways in that regard, because remember, there are no real experts on what we're going through right now, because it's new territory for everybody. And frankly, everyone talks their position. Uh, politicians, well, you know, they love this. Everybody loves this line: "We're all in this together." Well, economically, we're not all in it together. Uh, if you work for the government, you're on salary, you're covered, you're not losing your income, you're not losing your holidays, your pensions. Uh, it's the private sector that's bearing the brunt of this. So, if you're in government, your only downside is opening too soon. Uh, because no one wants to be hit with with a resurgence of this problem. So that's a problem. And, and frankly, the medical experts, uh, and I don't know that there are any pure experts in, in COVID, uh, they are conservative, and rightly so. They work on the basis of what is as opposed to what might be or what could be. So there's this tug and pull going on between the private sector, the public sector, uh, some politicians, et cetera. Politicians are, are going to be late, in opening, I think that will be their bias, which which may or may not be a good thing. I can't I can't tell you that. Uh, so it depends on the timing, Roy.
0: The markets uh, I've been noticing, as many of us I'm sure have, that they've been in more positive territory recently, even in the face of 33 million jobless claims in the United States and two million Canadians losing their jobs in April alone. What why is the buoyancy there?
1: Well, well, first off, take a look at the job jobless numbers. They are massive, of course. But they, they are legislated. They're saying if you can't go to work, the corollary to that is naturally you have unemployment. So it's when people can get back to work. And how many do go back to work? Because you may not have a complete recoupment of the employment levels that we've seen in the past. But markets reflect societal concerns. For example, we have switched from, oh, my God, we're all going to die, to when do we come out of this? It looks like we've got a handle on it. We're going to have some vaccines, et cetera. So the mood has changed dramatically. So markets literally recovered almost half the losses, even more in some cases, uh, in regard to the companies that, that actually benefit from uh, uh, all of us being shut in, the, the social media-type companies, the Internet-type companies. They've never come off at all. Many of them are near their all-time highs. So it, it, it started to bounce up because we've gone from, from absolute panic to possibilities, and remember, markets are always looking to the future. You don't invest on the basis of what is; you invest on the basis of what will be or what can be. And people are taking a more positive view.
0: Tom, how is the world and the Canadian trade reality changing or facing change? What might we expect to happen? I think.
1: I thing, that, you know, when you go through a crisis, personal or whatever, you tend to withdraw into your family or your, your close friends. Uh, America did this after September 11th. You know, you're either with us or against us type of thing. Uh, the, the, uh, I was with a, a large U.S. financial institution that was highly political many, many years ago. we for the Canadian Banks and it was a, a highly political. Incidents were used to do what we wanted to do anyway. Uh if you wanted to get rid of Harry, if Harry made a small error, he was out the door. It was that type of thing. And I think we're in that kind of situation. Uh the president he's 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 good in many areas for America, but one of his one of his focuses is China. Make no mistake about that. He's making lots of noises about that, that he's going to nail China. China's gonna pay a cost for this thing. So America is going to pull its supply chains into America, which May well help the U.S. economy. You're going to have, uh, if you have to pay three dollars more for that T-shirt at Walmart, it was as it's made in America. You're going to buy it there. So that you're going to see isolationism and protectionism at the macro level in, and at the government level. And this this can have can be detrimental uh, to to uh, uh, to Canada and and to world trade because world trade opening raised more people out of poverty than than anything else in the history of mankind. It's been a wonderful experiment, if you will. And I think that's going to be reversed. So we are going to see isolationism.
0: In the 20 seconds we have left, what's the one thing we cannot afford to do?
1: I don't think, and and again, I'm speaking purely economically, I don't think we can afford to have this shutdown last too long because there's going to be all kinds of ripple effects there'll be books written about this but isolationism it will be one of them uh it will be maybe the way we conduct ourselves uh, many okay. companies are going to be more efficient coming out of this there because all of a sudden they're discovering they don't need okay. all these people downtown or or whatever but I, I think if we leave the shutdown too long if we're overly Stop. conservative that can be a big, big, big problem, which we may as, have a, time, uh, a tough time covering. As that.
0: always, Tom, thank you so much for the time. I always appreciate speaking with you. Thanks. Thank you, now. Bye-bye. All the best. Tom Caldwell, chairman of Caldwell Investment Management. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green.